You're listening to WRUU LP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Bring It In, and it is the Monday before football starts. I mean, can you guys feel it? Because I I feel it. I got goosebumps. I'm, I'm so excited. We're finally here for the week that football is going to start. Only a couple days left. This Thursday, we get to jump back into football um i'm like i've been saying for the past couple shows i i really don't know what to expect um i mean anything is possible right now because we haven't seen how anybody's really given hits taken hits um so so i'm interested to see on thursday how like patrick mahomes and everybody uh, and just how everybody's doing uh i'm joined with jeff jamie kells how you guys doing good man what's going on guys how you doing Doing. all right doing fantastic doing awesome yeah yeah always good to be here yeah i'm so pumped man i'm so freaking pumped oh man i can't even contain myself right now yo well (laughs) well remember we're on we're on Live radio, you're gonna have to contain yourself a little bit. All right. I'll all right. try. Yeah. Well, here's my first question about this game. Do we know? Are there fans in the stands at all? I, I know. Uh, I'm looking on online a little bit, trying to figure it out. I don't see anything telling me. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard mixed things between the different uh, teams. Like certain teams will let fans in i've heard certain teams are are moving to a point where fans are going to be in i don't know about this first game i would think no fans in this first game but i mean every state is so different with um with what's going on so um i see the broncos are saying there's no fans in the stadium um more than half nfl football teams Okay, so not everyone's ruled them out, um, but uh, all right, I'm gonna check. ESPN's got an article, so we'll check that out. You guys keep talking about this all glorious right. day yeah. ahead of us. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, Kansas City versus the Texans. I want to say it's in Texas. Um, we got we got that coming up, Jamie. Yeah, man. Did you get did you get that text I sent you earlier today? Yeah. About week one's teams and picks. 
You weren't uh, here. Yeah, I think I think I missed uh, that that you know that week. That week was uh, the guy had a closing or something. I couldn't make it to the show. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but you weren't here. We need your picks. We need them ASAP. Um, yeah. Well, I like the Chiefs in, uh, on Thursday. Oh, so well. I got one down. <laughs> you got That's one. A good pick. That's a good we'll pick. The rest. Although I do like the Texans. This is going to be a good game, I think. You know, I think I like Texas race surprise people. Yeah. They're going to surprise me if they win. Oh, they'll surprise <laughs> us all if I, I they think, win. I think they're about them. Yeah, a little over 500 this year. Uh, that's they're, like, they're, they're like the Vegas team. They're about 500, maybe, you know, a little over 500. Yeah, yeah I can see that. So we'll see uh, how all that plays out. And, I mean, we'll we'll get back to uh, more football, more fantasy football talk uh, later in the show. I mean, it's just I'm, I'm super excited. I... I got everything planned out just uh just to get football rolling and um yeah. So some some things, some news in, in football. We'll jump all the way down to uh that real quick. You guys see Josh McCowan signed signed Josh a McCowan, uh, yeah. yeah, signed a the craziest contract I've seen for a long time. First off, he becomes the oldest player to sign a, a deal on the practice squad. But it's not just the deal that, okay, he's on the practice squad. He's going to be p- getting paid um, $12,000 a week. To Which sit team did he sign for? I'm sorry. The Eagles. Eagles. Yo, I mean, here's the deal. He played with the Eagles as a professional starter at, at one point, right? I guess as a backup, didn't he? Yeah, he came in on the Eagles um, last last year. He ended his retirement. He came out. Um, he threw five attempts, and he was uh, he made three of them. So, I Dude, mean, he's, I mean, he's such a great veteran. I, I assume they're using him as a coach. I mean, he's going to be a coach in the league uh, before long. I think <clears> that's probably the idea right there. Yeah, that's definitely the idea because um, last year they allowed him to fly back and forth from North Carolina because when he retired, he became a high school football coach. And. Mm-hmm he became a high school football coach and then he um he came to play with them but he was still going back to North Carolina to coach football games and I'm guessing something like that's going to happen again because uh I mean right now the Eagles have Carson Wentz they have Jalen Hurts and they have Nate Studfield so I mean they already have three quarterbacks, and get this, he's like he's gonna be their uh, practice squad quarterback via Zoom. <laughs> so I think you hit it hit it on the head, hit the the nail right on the head because, I mean, if he's going in and he's they're letting him stay in Texas, I mean, come on, it's not like yeah. they're. Uh, they're expecting 
much from him. But you I know, mean, Glenn, when you say when you said hit the nail on the head, it really got me excited for tailgates, man. Because one of my favorite all time games is stump, where you, you know you're banging a nail and and uh, everyone else's nail into the stump with a hammer. I mean, football tailgates. Pre, I mean, preseason. Ever. This is a regular season, man. NFL starting. We're here. This is this is fantastic. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, I, it's, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, we can count. Yeah, they, I can check it, man. You are excited, Jeff. Yeah, I can see it. We are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh. I don't yeah. think a team can have enough quarterbacks, man. You know, I mean, keep signing them. Yeah, load them up. Sometimes, sometimes there's just never enough quarterbacks for your team. I mean, he injuries start happening. He's going to be getting two hundred four thousand dollars this season for being uh, a practice squad quarterback coaching high school football at his house. So, I mean, yeah. that's a pretty that's a pretty good deal. Pretty safe gig, right there, man. Yeah. Um, in Maybe other, he's getting some workout in for the XFL. <laughs> Possibly, possibly. Now nah, he's he's going to be a quarterback coach here soon. I bet. Um, Most likely. Yeah, I, I see big things for him, man. He's gonna. I think you know. Before you know, it, he may be a head coach somewhere, whether college or NFL. I, I would I would think NFL, maybe XFL. Maybe he'll be a GM of a whole team in the XFL. Ooh, I like those uh, ideas. Washington Defenders, man. Let's <clears> get them. We need a we need a guy. Um, Speaking of old guys getting signed in the NFL, the oldest running back in the league changed teams this week, right? Yeah, AP. Is he the oldest, or is because Frank Gore still him and AP though? Yeah, I mean, oh, good man. Lord. Frank, Frank. I think he still got some juice left in the tank, man. Yeah, I think AP. I mean, granted, he went to the to the Lions, but that just shows you how play. disappointed they are with Carry On and with uh, Swift over in Detroit, right? I mean, they're I mean, signing AP off the street. And that, those dudes are young. They're supposed to be the fire right now. I mean, they just named Carrion. I mean, it goes with the Fournette yeah. trade, too, right? Carrion's the starter. And, um, but he's not the starter if they're bringing AP. Nah, they're they're going to be a committee. Swift is, he's missed most of uh, preseason camp with um, some type of leg injury, I believe. So, I mean, that's like five or six running backs over there. Um, I'm wondering if it just shows how how worried they are about Stafford and just like their, their air attack. I'm wondering if they're just expecting to go down and lose the game. Like, they're, we're all picking them to lose almost every single game except a lucky pick here or there. Um, are they just going to run the ball and try to take all slow down the game so much because I mean they're just not ready to pass the ball? I mean that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. But well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. In other football news, um, man, EPL, uh, all the European soccer leagues—they're about to start this weekend. I'm getting super pumped about it. <clears throat> we have a uh, another American who's who's sure to dominate the league over in uh, Germany, the Busundes League. Um, he plays for Dortmund, 
Gio Reyna. Um, I mean, his dad played for Dorman, the U.S. Dorman loves us, our U.S. players, man. Yeah, man. They, it's, so he's following uh, similar paths. So he's getting all the same comparisons as Christian Pulisic. And, I mean, he's he's scoring goals. He's he's doing awesome out there. So it's, it's really fun to watch this kid play. Um, he's going to be 10 times better than his dad ever was. I mean, he, he's on, he's on the same path as Pulisic, like I said. And I mean, the best part is soon him and Pulisic will be teaming up for the national team. And I mean, just, just make sure everybody's out there paying attention, learn more about the game of soccer the beautiful game of European soccer. And it's starting this Saturday. Um, they're going to be some, some huge, some huge matches, but it's a, uh, extremely long season. So, so like if, if Liverpool yeah. lost the first game, it's not going to destroy their season, things like that. That's exciting, man. I'm pumped. Yeah, and and all and all these all this soccer is uh, it's all available for, for us to watch here now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot easier now. So I, I'm pretty sure Saturday or Sunday, uh, NBC does a does a European league match. Um, yeah. On, on regular. Oh yeah, television. I mean Saturday and Sunday. You, know, you don't need a special Great. network to to watch this. No, no. And it, and it is good soccer. I mean, if, if it's you the enjoy, best. In the Olympics, like I, I pretty much lock into soccer at Olympic time or what have you, World Cup time. Yeah, but watching European soccer is just as good as all that. Yeah, um, it, it's better, especially when you're watching and you're paying attention to uh, the the movement of the ball. And I know some people they get they want to see home runs, touchdowns, and goals scored. And it, it's a difficult thing to uh, score a goal in soccer. But when you see one happen, um, sometimes those quick, like, maybe it, it might have three to four people in on the play, and the quick touches just bouncing the ball around, passing it back and forth, and gen- then just a uh, strike. So... That's um, it's awesome to to watch. So, like Jamie said, I'm sure NBC this Saturday is gonna have a uh, game on in the morning. ESPN Plus has tons of uh, MLS games. It's got, I think, like Champions League league games too, and um, the Fox Sports. They always have uh, the German and english games too there there if you if you have a cable package that has espn fox sports um you're gonna have multiple games to watch every weekend so get out there check it check it out and uh remember that name geo reina he's gonna uh he's gonna be a household soccer name here shortly uh, yeah that's great man yeah, I love it. I love these Amer- young Americans making it in Europe. That's yeah, awesome. 
Yeah, it's. Right. I mean, that's really fun. Can I uh, can I jump in with uh, the stadiums that are allowing uh, fans? Yes, awesome for, for the NFL. Uh, I got it all figured out here. Okay, and second on the Bucks, I, I thought they would allow. Looks like everybody in Florida is allowing except them. Oh. Um, so most teams are saying like they're not going to allow any fans for the first two or three or four home home games. Yeah, and then they're going to probably reevaluate. Um, but so here's the list. So the Dolphins are allowing 20% capacity. Um, Cleveland Browns are doing something that's totally different from everybody else. They're allowing groups of 10 fans to group together. They didn't say the capacity. Um, so the Cleveland's always off in their own world doing something funny. I actually kind of like the idea where groups of 10 people can all have seats together, but I'm, I imagine it's probably around that 20 to 25% range also yeah. for capacity. Um, Colts are allowing 2,500 fans, which that's a, that's fun. That's How a drop do you pick in the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Jags are allowing 25%. The Chiefs will have fans in the stadium on Thursday night for the opener. Okay. Um, they're going to have about 16,000 fans, which is about 22%. Uh, the Cowboys are saying less than 50% capacity. So, uh, that's going to be like, 40,000 people, I guess. I mean, how many can they hold in, in Dallas? It's got to yeah. be like 80,000, I would think. Uh, I think it might be a little more because that yeah. thing is huge. It, yeah, it's giant. So, But, but uh, yeah, the that's exciting, man. It's going to be cool. We're going to have some fans in the so, stands uh, Thursday night when we're yeah. doing ourselves. I have heard that they were working on a deal to try to um, pump pump noise in and whatnot so we'll see I'm sure they will. yeah i want to uh remind everyone you're listening to wruu and this is bring it in give us a call at 912-712-5077 look us up on twitter and instagram at bring it in show for all your sports questions and comments and find us on facebook at bring it in show um, man, capacity is eighty thousand for uh, Cowboys. Okay, okay, maybe I saw something about like a uh, that concert is big, they though. had. That's, yeah, yeah, that's huge for a stadium, especially a dome type. Yeah, the roof. Do you see our guy? Our guy, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. hitting hitting the. Uh, the news again. I mean, I I don't even. Did you guys watch this? All right. So Fernando Tatis Jr. He gave an eight minute live interview while playing shortstop. Uh, I think I believe it was last Saturday. Um, but but I mean, he's sitting there and it started out. It started out like a nice interview. They were asking him questions, and he would answer. Then the batter would hit, swing. Um, the pitcher would would pitch. But but then after it got to a certain point, they uh, they threw a shift on, and he was the only player on his side of the field. And then they started asking him questions like, as the pitcher is pitching. He's like, come on, guys, can't you, I mean, can you pick your uh, spots a little better? 
He was like, <laughs> I'm the only guy over here. I, I meant to... So he's tied for the lead with Trout now, huh? What? For home, run. for home runs? Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. He's so... It was an awesome... Uh, it was an awesome interview. One of the guys who was in the interview booth, I can't remember uh, what his name was, but that guy was actually playing first base during the game when his dad hit those two grand slams. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he said... He said, "Yeah, it was that was pretty fun." He's like, "I don't. It doesn't sound like it was fun for you." <laughs> it's so it's so crazy how like stuff like that can happen. I mean, just look at uh, Claudio Reina. I mean, his son's now a freaking all star. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. might be the best hitter in the league right now. I mean, he basically is. He's tied with Mike Trout for home runs. Yeah, I mean, he's as fun to watch as anybody out there. Yeah. I guess I'm 21 years old, man. That's crazy. What? That's yeah, how. Uh, that's how old Junior is. Yeah. Oh, oh man. He's gonna yeah. be able to break some records, man. <laughs> starting, starting it up. Yeah, the Padres could be a tough team to beat here. They're pretty. They're pretty good. Yeah. 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 Man, uh, do you see? Did you see uh, Novak yesterday? Oh boy! Had had to withdraw um, from the U.S. Open, and I mean the worst part about this is he's been on an undefeated streak. I believe I saw in um, 2020. So he got mad. He just hit a ball hard behind him and I mean have you guys seen the video of no. this there are I didn't see the direct video because there are a bunch of videos uh, going around but they have one angle where you just see he hits the ball and it goes straight into one of the line judges uh, into her throat like hits her square into Ooh. the throat and she just falls down. I mean, that has to that has to hurt so bad. Um there's no major injuries to her that I see. Um but he got he got kicked out. He knew this second he hit the ball because last night I saw the angle that was just like his face when he did it and oh man he knew the second they hit it, it lasered right, right to the line, Judge. That's got to be a, a rough way to uh, end an undefeated season. I mean, yeah, and, and he definitely didn't mean to do it, right? And he apologized. It sounds like he talked to uh, the line judge for a while after it went down. Yeah, and, he, he did. Know, he, did. Sure he was okay, and but it also sounds like from this one inter, uh, article I'm reading on CNN <laughs> that he's kind of had a history of being loosey-goosey with with things on court uh yeah almost hit a line judge with a racket one time and he would have yep. been dq for that in 2016 french open uh and he was know. asked about that too i don't know if yeah. you see that they they asked him uh well what what would you do if that hit somebody i don't know if it's that racket incident or 
if it was another incident where he was just hitting a ball out of frustration. And he said, well, he was just like kind of callous about it. And he was like, well, it didn't hit anybody. He said, what if it snows inside? And now everybody's bringing that interview right back up like, hey, man, like you've been warned about this before. Like you you got to pay attention. And now yeah. and and the craziest part of it happening now is there there I I gonna make up a, a number but like a thousand times less people 98 percent less people in at the u.s open now everybody's all distanced so it's it's crazy that with fewer people he ended up letting his frustration get the best of him and took out a line a line judge so Sounds like this kind of thing happens pretty sporadically uh, in tennis, which is funny. You know, you got these guys just being mad and throwing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't been mad and wanted to throw something? You know? I mean, you're on a golf course. I've, I've thrown my clubs before every once in a while. <clears throat> you know, not, not very regularly, but yeah, it happens. I mean, uh, I've thrown, I've thrown some uh, something before, I'm sure. You've thrown some bows. I've seen you. <laughs> no, no. That's no. different. Yeah, um, man, I I got one last uh, one last uh, sports article or story that I want to talk about, and then uh, we'll jump back into football and talk a little bit of fantasy, and then at the uh, last fifteen minutes, we'll get our. Uh, We'll get our last, our week 17 NFL picks. So, um, we'll, we got this going on. Um, we might have a inexperienced fantasy football player tune in soon. Uh, studio manager Dave, we're having a fantasy football league that I'm running. It's the Bring It In Show against seven other shows on the radio station and um dave our studio manager he wants to come in and talk to us this is his first year playing fantasy football and also all you listeners out there when you have a question about who to start who not to play give us a call and we'll help you out we'll help we'll talk you through you can go to the experts i mean i I believe Jeff has some some gold trophies. Kells has had a gold trophy. Jamie, have you won a championship? Yeah, I've got a couple under my belt. So I mean, we have. We'll we'll figure it out. But we have a couple championships in the Zoom on the radio station right now. Um, I've been calling out and trying to reach out to some fantasy so-called experts out there to uh, come on and and just give us some rundowns about things but uh i think they're all scared i think they yeah, listened I mean, hansen hasn't been returning my calls i don't know why we were really good friends back in the day so yeah um so i mean these guys these guys just i think they listen to the show and and they're scared that we're gonna call them out as frauds so yeah yeah definitely but um 
somebody in the NBA that certain people are calling out as a fraud uh, just got a new job. Steve Nash. Uh, Why are they calling him out as a fraud? Because they say he hasn't done enough in the in the field of coaching to get a head coach job like that. That's silly. Isn't that silly? I mean, it's silly. I mean, Dude, I, I feel like... basketball his whole life. Yeah. He's how old is he? 40-something? Yeah, I want to say he's like 43 or something. And One of the best point guards of all time, probably. I mean, he's got to be a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the basketball knowledge that he has is, I mean, 18 years in the NBA. Um, he's played on multiple teams, two MVPs, and I mean, truthfully, this game, this team that he's he's going to be coaching, I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to be a hard team to coach. He, they're, they're the number seven team going into the playoffs in the uh, Eastern Conference right now. Uh, well, they were. I mean, they got they got kicked out and and then they get the two of the best players in the NBA to uh join their team next year they get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back um it almost seems like he's just going to have to sit there and kind of work with the uh younger guys on how to mold with the two superstars he has i mean i think it's uh pretty cut and dry what do you think Kels I mean I remember Steve Nash was king of the pick and roll with Amari Stoudemire so if he can get the Kyrie KD and are they still going to have uh, DeAndre Jordan next year um I'm I'm not sure if they are if so they just they just need to you know go inside and then they'll have three-point shooters plus Levitt I think that's his last name he's a really good up-and-coming star for him so yeah so I mean, I think he'll I think he'll fit in well, and then just let his record his first year show if he's ready or not. Yeah, there was um, they were really going after Greg Popovich for oh, yeah. a long time. Um, that was really heating up those rumors. But I mean, I never saw that happening ever. No, so I didn't think that was realistic. Yeah. One of the best coaches in the history, right? But yeah, he's he's so old at this point. Yeah, how old is Pop? Would, yeah, how old is Pop? Is he eighties? He's he's got to be. Um, yeah. And it, has he been told he's not going to be the uh, Spurs coach again? Not that I've heard. Because I I just saw as I'm as I'm saying this, um, I just saw that. Four days ago, he put his house up for sale. Oh. He's born in 49, so what's that? 51 plus 27. He's only 71. He's still old, though. Yeah. Oh, man. Put his house up for sale. You know what it'll come down to in New Jersey? You know, he's an excellent coach choice, I think. Um, But, you know, in this this day of... um, you know, people having these egos. Uh, it's going to come down to how he's going to re- get respect from his teammates and or his team, his players, and how much they're going to respect him is what they're going to do for him. Because we've seen it throughout the league when somebody's not happy with their coach or a situation or an organization, man, that 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 eventually leads to 
an explosion internally and teams fall apart. I think it'll come down to that. We all agree that Steve Nash is going to be a good coach. Oh, yeah. And it's going to just come down to that, to me. I'm with, Yeah, I'm totally with you, man. I think you know, all he's got to do is show guys on his team his tape, right? I mean, they've all seen yeah. it. They all watched him growing up playing the sport they, that they love. I mean, they, they know he's good. They respect him already. As long as he's not a son of a gun or yeah. an arrogant person. Uh, right. They're gonna they're gonna respect them. I mean, it's 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 already in front of them right there. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully you know, he can way, make the way, Kyrie, the way Kyrie left Boston. I mean, you just wonder how he's gonna get along with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's true. Man. That's a good point. But supposedly he has that connection with KD. That I mean, what we'll see once they're both on the court playing together. Yeah, like the the locker room or the, the 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 clubhouse, you know, in basketball, it's such a more direct thing. I mean, you see it. If there's a problem, you hear about it, you know about it. Football, you know, you might not know about it, but the team's not playing well together, then you can probably figure something's going wrong. Uh, same with baseball. You know, these these teams that win the World Series and go far in the playoffs and surprise people, the Cinderella teams, they have the clubhouses that all mesh. Everybody loves each other. And they have fun, and that's what it's all about, man. So, hopefully, uh, Kyrie Irving can have some fun next year. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, uh, stick with us for some station ID, and we will be right back. You're listening to wruulp savannah georgia 107.5 fm wruu.org we are savannah soundings community radio with global soul and you're listening to bring it in i'm glenn pierce i'm joined by jamie jeff and kells how's everybody doing Hey, 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 hey. Hey, let me say something about the Kentucky Derby, man. Okay. The Kentucky Derby was Saturday. Yeah. And the favorite, Tis the Law, got beat by Authentic, one of Bob Baffert's guys, to sixth uh, Derby championship. Bob Baffert's from Maryland. That's my boy. Is that? It, seemed, a- like that was, it seemed like the driest track they've had there in like 10 years. Crazy, man. <laughs> That was crazy. I couldn't believe there was 18 he got horses on. that ran. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, I know the horse that won was like trucking people before and after. Yeah. Was- <laughs> I don't know if anyone else <laughs> saw that. They gave him that good, uh, good starter. Yeah, definitely, definitely seemed that way. The way the way the horse was acting. It, it had nine to one odds. Well, I think it was eight to one when the when the gun went off. But uh, that's pretty good odds. If you picked him to win, man, good lord, that's a good payout. Yeah, um, I did not pick him to win. Me either. Yeah, I mean, I was going with Tis the Law, and and when Authentic took that quick lead in the beginning, I was like, oh man. Tis the law is going to suck him up at the end. But, man, yeah. he was just juiced up. <laughs> that was a pretty nice race, man. That was cool. But it makes me, like, make sure you always put money on Baffert's horses. Because, yeah. I mean, he's got That's something. That's a safe bet, man. Something's going on. Means, well, trifecta. 
Yeah. What are you, box the trifecta? Just any three? Yeah. Throw in. You uh, pick pick three horses, then you box it, and uh, no matter what order those three come in, uh, you win. As long as those three are are the uh, win, place, and show horses. I got a yeah, that would have been a good payout. Authentic Honor AP and Tis the Law. I mean, Honor AP was eight to one. Authentic again. I think he was eight to one when it went off, but that's that's kind of nice, man. Yeah, I got a uh, a sweet trifecta box. Like the very first time I ever bet on horse racing, and um, I probably I don't know if I got all the money because um, I was so young. Um, I wasn't even technically allowed to to be there, but I mean, that was always fun picking horses with your your mom or dad. Exactly, just randomly go off the name, you know, it was fun. Yeah, and what's cool about horse racing? You can throw a two dollar bet down, and you know, you're you're in it. Yeah, I mean, you pick a trifecta, throw two dollars down. And box it up. It's only going to be six bucks, and and you got so many opportunities to win. Um, that's that's the way to do it. I'm trying to figure out. <clears throat> Is Dave here? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. He's trying to uh, join the the link, but something's link's good, man. Yeah, All right, well, let's keep talking. What, what do you guys want to talk about? We got uh, we can talk about football, or we can talk about the NFL, or we can talk about football. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about football. And you guys, <laughs> you guys, uh, rock a little bit more football talk. And I'm going to try to get this link to him for a second. Okay. All right. You, you guys, guys talk about this, you guys run this it. Thursday game. Thursday we got uh, Kansas City Chiefs at home against. The Houston Texans, there's going to be about 16,000 fans in attendance, and it's going to get off to a great start, man. What do you, what do you guys think about the, uh, the just the quarterback straight up? I mean, you got Deshaun Watson versus Mahomes. We know Mahomes is one of the best in the league and should be for years to come, and that's the same thing as Deshaun Watson. I mean, some people compared uh, Mahomes to Deshaun Watson um, as he first came out. So uh, what do you guys think? Um uh, who do you think's the better quarterback? I mean, I personally think right now at this phase, Patrick Mahomes is a the better quarterback and B has the better team, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent on that, Jamie. What do you think? Uh, this uh, opening game, they're going to be uh, Kansas City will be minus nine according to uh, the latest lines I see out of Vegas. Minus um, nine. That's obviously, man. they think they're a much stronger team. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I I tend to think, you know, Kansas City's a very, very good team. And, and, what, and uh, I'm sorry, um, Houston's got um, some, some new guys this year. Uh, they got a couple of different faces. So we're going to – they might come out, you know, struggling a little bit. But Deshaun's proven himself, and, and he's looking to have a big year. So I yeah. – uh, it, it, they're probably not going to win this game, but I see the Texans doing some pretty good things. This, I think, this hinges on uh, David Johnson. I mean, he's a you know new new running back for the Texans. He was with the Cardinals forever. It seemed like um, th- if if he 
can turn it up and get going, man, that team, this team might be all right. And I'll take everything I said bad about uh, the head coach there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we're good with, with – uh, I, 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 that, that line, that nine points, they really – Vegas wants you to take the uh, the Texans with the points, it seems like. But, man, I don't know. I can see – I could see the Chiefs blowing them out, and I could also see, you know, the, the Texans almost get a little lucky here and there. This could be a, this could be a lot of fireworks in this game. Yeah. All right, we're joined by Dave, studio manager. Um, yeah, the com- your computer didn't seem to want to work, so I joined by my phone. Okay. So we got you. We got you on now, and you're. You're wondering some questions about the uh, about the fantasy football league that we have going on through the this station. Um, right now, I have your team pulled up um, for everybody to see. What um, are some questions that you have going into it's it's your very first week of playing fantasy football, and I mean I I remember. When I first started playing, um, I didn't even know anybody to to play against. I was just playing random people on on Yahoo. Uh, but but you're here, and we're yeah. here, and we're able to uh, try to give you a little bit of uh, insight into this. Yeah, I, I think it's it's going to be moving people in and out <clears throat> from week to week. Yeah. Uh, seeing how people are doing. I don't know what strategies people use for that. Uh, I did make some risky choices, I think. Um, for instance, I did early on draft Tyreek Hill, even though he has a hamstring injury. Uh, the Kansas he's, he's fine. He'll be fine. Okay. That's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought he would be a good. Right now, I just put him on my bench because I'm not sure what the first week is going to be. Do you think he's going to be playing the first week? Oh, yeah. He, they're just giving him some veteran rest. They don't They don't want to get these guys out there and hurt them there any more than they need to. So I think uh, he's just – they're just putting him on there with the injury. They In preseason, they don't really have to disclose anything. So they're just saying, yeah, he's not out on, on the field because we don't want him out there. But he, he'll okay. be fine. He's starting. you got to start him. I mean – okay. I'll, I'll move start. him back into the starting lineup. He was he was my first wide receiver I picked. I figured, hey, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully he'll, he'll be back. Uh, yeah. The other thing was um, <laughs> I went with Odell Beckham Jr., figuring he's he's going to want to prove something. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, who do you take let, out, right? Let, uh, me, uh, let me tackle this one because I, I also – Went with Odell Beckham uh, in two leagues, I believe, and I um, I'm not sure what to expect from him. So, with my position, I'm going to keep him on the bench for the first week, personally. Um, And then after he proves something to me, even being on my bench, I believe then I'll give him a give them a shot at my starting lineup um now doing that it might bite me for that one week that i'm waiting for him to to actually have those good games but i don't know if he's proved enough to me throughout his entire career that 
he's he's that important to have in my starting lineup every single yeah, week. Yeah, he's, he, he's a wild card. And against the Ravens, D, I mean, I'm, I'm not starting anyone but the running backs from Cleveland right now. And I could be saying that, you know, that's just my personal preference. Um, the receivers, are, the Ravens secondary is really solid. Um, I don't see Baker and the boys getting off to a good start against us. Um, I think Odell, it depends on – who you who else is on your bench now if you got Tyreek Hill on your bench you're starting Odell's your your yeah. bench guy put him on the bench this week yeah and I like what you said about not starting him the first week Glenn um uh and letting them prove it to you but if you don't have anyone else good good enough to start you got to put him in there he'll, he'll he'll get some points um you got Julian Edelman and um Odell Beckham in there Dave I, I think you do keep Julian in and let Odell ride the pine but that's a toss-up okay. between those two um what do you what do think you feel, what do you feel about him having emmanuel sanders in that on the bench would you prefer him up there than Odell? not um uh, that's a tough one too because he's with the saints now he's their number two and the saints haven't produced much good solid uh weekly um, points for the number two receivers over the last you know four or five years. So, I think may, I love Emmanuel Sanders. I think he's going to have a great year, and I think he will uh, break the mold. And I think he will be scoring some points. But that's another one. I, he's a new team, new quarterback, new situation. Maybe just hold off on him for the first week or two if you have other options. Um, but yeah, man, that's a tough one. The the other thing was I went with a rookie. Uh, you'll probably notice that up on the flex player, uh, of course, I can rotate him out too, but I want uh, a Jonathan Taylor, who's a rookie running back for uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I love it. He's going to be the man. I don't know if I'm starting in week one. You might want to okay. put uh, one of those receivers in that flex this week um, instead. Uh, but, yeah, uh He's going to be their guy come week two, three, four, somewhere down the road. And the Colts have the best offensive line in the league this year. So, great pick. And the other thing that really surprised me, and I went to get every every suggestion, and that was, uh, you'll notice down on my bench, is Aaron Rodgers. He was way down on every list I saw. I'd drop him. Yeah, pick up. Yeah, you got. You already have Russell Wilson and um, Lamar, right? No, he's got uh, Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. Okay, all right. So you've got probably two of the top five quarterbacks this year. There's no reason, unless there's a bye week issue. There's no reason to have Aaron Rodgers drop <laughs> him and pick up. Uh, uh, I don't know. You got to have a tight end. Maybe Noah Fant would be good. I'm looking here. Um, well, he's got. Three tight ends on his oh, roster. I noticed. I think I would go towards uh, CD Lamb. Yeah, I think that might be a good yeah. person to uh, kind of have stored on your bench. Um, I'm expecting yeah. big things from from him this year, um, and that would be a uh, awesome matchup if he does what I think he'll do in. Um, He's just going to make his his name and and pair up really well with Dak Prescott, and then you get those double points you get every time Dak throws to C.D. Lamb. You'd get some points like that. Um, 
But then there, so, uh, there's perhaps some... move him, let's trade him out with um, Aaron Rodgers, and then move, maybe trade him out for the flex position. Then for the first week, I would not start CD Lamb the first week. Yeah, I wouldn't start okay. him. I would just. He's I'm like just looking at it. Yeah, I would. I would keep your starting lineup uh, fairly. Uh, close to what it is now and um i'm bringing it back up but i would take um yeah i would who was that we were talking about taking out before oh i'm gonna uh, move tyree kill up there yeah move tyree kill up there and then i'm thinking uh, maybe taking your suggestion and putting uh jonathan taylor on the bench at least the first week see what happens yeah, and that would be a good spot um, if you wanted to to throw in Emmanuel Sanders at. I think. Yeah, you're stacked it tight. You're you're stacked pretty well here. Um, when you drop Rogers, definitely, you know, maybe take a a, a second defense, um, just for you know matchups. You know, that's kind of a funny thing to say, right? <clears throat> but do you, you, I don't see that you have a second D. No, and, and I usually would, and maybe you don't need to because this is an eight-team league, so there's gonna be plenty of defenses that you can swap out. I mean, a lot of times defense and kickers, I'll get rid of one and switch them out throughout the year a couple times. Um, so don't don't even do that. I, get rid of Rodgers and pick up a solid running back uh, that could have a lot of potential, or someone else handcuffed that's on the bench you know, that that didn't didn't get picked up. Yeah, there's one team, one guy in a lot of drafts that I feel got overlooked. Um, Smith, a tight end from Tennessee. I mean, he's probably uh, John, yeah, yeah, he's probably out on the waiver wire there unless I picked him up, um, which I did in a bunch of drafts, but. He's probably out in the waiver wire, and I mean, he could be a spotty player, but I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna roll with him for a good chunk of the season. But, nice. but like Jeff was saying, um, when you're trying to decide who to play, it's not always about the cues next to their name, um, as it is about the matchups. Uh, when somebody like Tyree Kill is going up against um, a corner that's going to blanket him the whole game, I mean, those are the weeks that you may not want to uh, put that certain receiver out. Now, Tyree Kill is a bad example because not many people can cover him. But Yeah, yeah he's special. Yeah. I think we... Gave Dave some good advice here. Yeah. 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 He's got a Thank good Thank you team. very much. No problem. No problem. That's a solid squad, it, man. Yeah. And make sure, everybody, make sure before the games start on Thursday, if you have players that might be playing in Thursday's game, make sure you set your roster, okay? Because once kickoff happens if you have a guy on your bench that you want it to play and he's in that thursday game you lost him for that whole week so 
<clears throat> make sure your rosters, your lineup set up, and you're going into the uh, into everything nice, nice set up and prepared. Don't leave any holes in your uh, roster. Yeah, so. Thank you. Anything bye -bye. else? All right, bye. bye. Thanks for joining bye. us. Uh, Glenn, you want to speed through the <clears throat> picks real fast? Yeah, let's see if we can do this. Um, let me let me stop sharing screen. I got us all. Um, if we get to a certain point and we got to stop, uh, then just make sure you guys tune in to our uh, podcast to get the last couple picks because we went we went a little bit long we've been super excited we're waiting to speak to dave about fantasy and we're just ready football yep. football football yeah. all, all right. right here we go first matchup uh jaguars at colts what we got all right all right we'll go i'll go then jeff and then jamie um right. i'm gonna pick the colts in this one yeah colts Yes, Colts. All right, three for the Colts. Next, we got Titans at Texans. I'm going Titans. Texans. Texans. All right. Next, we have Vikings at Lions. Vikings. Oh, for some reason I want the Lions. I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Vikings. <laughs> All right. Uh -huh. <laughs> You like that AP pickup, yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Falcons at Buccaneers. I'm going Falcons. Oh, my God. Falcons. Yeah, I'll go Falcons. All right. Next, we have Washington at the Eagles. I'm going Eagles because of McCown. That's a great reason. Yeah, let's go <laughs> Eagles. I don't, I don't see the skins winning this. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the football team. Oh, oh my god! Okay, all right. Uh, next, we got Jets at Patriots. I'm I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'll go with the Jets this week. Mm. Yeah, this will be a bunch of scrappers playing, won't it? Oh yeah, because the Bills will already win the division. Yep. Yeah, Jets. Yep, I'll take the Jets to ride the year out with them. It it took till week seventeen, but you got us, Jamie. Um. <laughs> next, we have Dolphins at Bills. <laughs> I got you. Finally, <laughs> I'm going with the the Dolphins because the Bills are resting. Uh yeah, Glenn, I'm on you with that, man. Dolphins. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be wanting the Dolphins to win. Two will be playing. This will be the two a breakout of the year. All right. Next, <laughs> we have Steelers at Browns. Ah, Steelers. <clears throat> Ooh, this could be for a wild card right here, man. Holy moly! I got pulled for the Browns, Jamie. Uh, you have a thing for the Browns. I know it, but I'm gonna take the Steelers. <laughs> no. <laughs> what a surprise. Next, we have uh, Saints at Panthers. I'm um, going Saints. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to be resting guys, though. Maybe the Panthers will win yeah. a game at the end here. Yeah, I like the Saints. All right. Next, we have Packers at Bears. 
Packers. Gotta love all these divisional games, man. Um, I'm going. Uh, I'll go Packers too. I want the Bears to win this, so Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bears just because I think at this point the Packers are be beaten up so badly and out of it, and egos crushed. Yep. Aaron Rodgers won't even be playing. Sorry, bro. I got Bears. I got a few more. Chargers so. at Chiefs. Uh, Chargers. Chiefs are resting. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs are resting, but they're still better. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah even they're better. <laughs> Next, we have the Cowboys at the Giants. Uh, the G-Men. Cowgirls. I would take the G-Men because they're probably going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Okay. Ravens five and twelve at Bengals. RG3 is going to win this thing. Man, the Bengals always have our number at the end of the year, man. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Bengals. We can we can we can take an L finally. Yeah, I'm just gonna take the better team. I'll take the Ravens. Next, I was week. waiting for you to say Bengals. <laughs> we have Cardinals at Rams. Uh, cards. Rams. I like the Cardinals. Seahawks at 49ers. Uh, Seahawks. Yep, Seahawks. I'll take the 49ers in that one. And last one, Raiders at Broncos. Raiders. Oh, it's tough for me, man. I'm going Raiders. Vegas. I'm going to take the Broncos. Thank you, Jamie. (laughs) For Kells. I'm taking them for Kells. All right. Thank you for joining us. That was our week 17 picks. Uh, We'll be back after uh, an awesome weekend of football. Hey, we're staying on for Jamie's first week picks, right? Yep. Podcast? All right. Peace. Are we going to do the wild card predictions next week? Oh, my. (laughs) Then we got to look at all our schedules and compile them. Thank you for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. This is WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global.